0: Hello and welcome back to Sea red UK, where quite simply, it's a Chicago Bulls thing. I'm Matt, and as usual, I'm joined by Neil, if that is your name. How are we yeah. doing, Nigel? <laughs>
1: I'm good, I'm good, thank you very
0: much. Good to be
1: here, um, be a part of it, even if I'm beginning to grow in anonymity uh, with my name.
0: <laughs> yeah, obviously for anybody who is a regular listener, you'll realise last week I struggled to remember Neil's name because I was that <laughs> tired, so he's now Nigel or Paul or whatever. do not really matter, he's here with me, so I think... Rolls are reverse this week slightly. You're the one that's hanging and going to struggle with your word, and I'm quite fresh. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: pretty knackered. Um, I'm just back from a work trip around uh, around the eastern, eastern part of Europe, so I'm a yeah, bit you did white. Rep, you did rep the Bulls while you were there? Absolutely, always repping. Had the old Bulls hat on me, keep the head warm and yeah. took a few photos and put them out into the group.
0: Yeah, well, you obviously selfishly left me yesterday without anything to do, so (laughs) I had a rare night off and I got a full night's sleep, so I actually felt worse for it this morning, to be honest.
1: (laughs) Sometimes it can be the (laughs) worst thing you can do.
0: Uh, Yeah, um, we're going to try and keep this one a little bit shorter than usual. Um, We were supposed to record last night, but like I say, Neil let me down paying his bills because unfortunately at the minute this isn't paying anything you know no apart from liberal love that's it
1: it's filling our hearts
0: with joy yeah and we do it because we enjoy it hence why we're doing this episode now just because we wanted to yeah. so yeah we're going to sort of very briefly touch on the last two games since our last recording and then go over a couple of big talking points that have come out from Bulls this week, or Bulls, the wider, Bulls, NBA, however you want to word it. And, yeah, last episode we recorded last Thursday, so we played OKC OKC on, well, it was Saturday morning for us. And if we'd have recorded after it, (laughs) I think it would have been a lot of swear word, because in the messages we were sending each other, we were both... Yeah, we weren't in a good place, were we? We were not impressed at all. And, I mean, obviously, we're not going to go over it too much. Everyone probably knows by now, Bulls lost in overtime. In a game, they were pretty much expected to win. They ended up losing 123-119. Yeah. And we started well. Mm. We raced off. Was it? We were up by twelve, quite early on, something like that. Um, and then you put in the live thread about this is going to be a blowout. I told you to be quiet. And uh, yeah, so hopefully you're going to take some accountability for that loss because the players, yeah, need to, need to. yeah,
1: obviously, <laughs> obviously, Billy needs to switch their phones off um, during the timeouts and during the uh, in between quarters because they're picking the phone up. They're looking at what we're putting out there and, and it's changing them, the the way they're playing. It's getting in their heads. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no. We, I mean, up, we actually ended up losing the first quarter, didn't we? Yeah, 32-30. Which, yeah. yeah. And throughout the game, I was just really frustrated with Demar, And I did actually put a tweet out, which got shot down, as expected, because I've gone at one of the favourites. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, fair enough. The the ba- the demar ba- De did make me look a little bit stupid by turning it on in like sort of the, the third to fourth and yeah. eventually overtime. However, people looking at demar and saying he got all nine points that we got in overtime, he had a good game. Yeah, it, it, no, <laughs> that to me that's not good. That is not, not good, demar, and that's what was frustrating me with him throughout the game. Is his shot just wasn't falling, and we kept going to him. And as we've said, Damar is better for this team when it makes everybody else around him better. Right. You know, I mean, I can't remember. I haven't got his stats in front of me from the game, so I can't. I do,
1: them. I do. If you want them.
0: Yeah, go for it. Uh, yeah. Well, his points okay. mainly. That's all I was well, after. Well,
1: he, he scored thirty points. Um, he was twelve of twenty-seven.
0: So um, nine of them points in overtime. So that's twenty-one points in four in four, four quarters. quarters. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. people were saying he had a good game. No, <laughs> you know. And the tweet I put out basically said, "You sat, Zach. Maybe it's time to sit, Demar." And I didn't mean sit him for the game. No, I meant <laughs> he was frustrated at that point. He was shooting us out of the game, and we kept going to him. Yeah. All, all I meant was sit him until the fourth, let him get his head sorted, because he, he was making stupid fouls, wasn't he? The, yeah. The these the, 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 yeah. yeah There's me saying it's gonna be you tripping over your words It's me. I was going to bring that
1: up, yeah. but I just thought, you know, I'll be the bigger
0: person. <laughs> it's because I'm that wide awake. I'm I'm fresh and I'm going too fast for myself. Yeah. Um. Back where where was I? Yeah. Demar. He <laughs> you had five fouls for the game. Yeah, and the, they assessed or reassessed that one to see if it was a flagrant on, was it SJ or Lou Daughter, I can't remember it was on now, where yeah. he kind of looked like he tried to punch him as he blocked him and it was just like, that was to me the point where he needed to be sat. Because frustration he, was getting the better of him. And as we've seen before, when he gets frustrated, the rest of the team do. Vooch yeah. starts picking up texts, And that's all I meant by sitting. Take him out of the game let Zach try and cook, which he was trying and failing. Yeah. Um, You know, and it essentially become a bit of a cock comparing competition between Zach and Demard, isn't it? It was like, you know, whatever you're going to do, I'm going to do. And none of them were getting it done. No. And ultimately that's what cost us the game. You know, they were both bricking shots. You know, we weren't going to Vooch and, yeah. As I said, lost it in overtime, which, yeah, fair play. De Mar got all nine points in overtime. Big whoop. do not deserve anything for it. Because he also made that stupid foul on SGA. Which, yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, think,
1: well, see, we can get into that in a minute. But, yeah, that,
0: that yeah, anyway. You know, to me, it was just you know i love demar and i love everything what he's done but that was a bad game from him and people didn't seem to see it because everybody's hating on Zach at the minute
1: well yeah there's that and there's also the fact that when you see 30 points you kind of say to yourself oh well demar had a good game but it, yeah. it's it's bigger than that it's it's more than that and yeah okay he still put the points on the court, on 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 the uh, box score but you know, I mean, if he'd been playing that little bit better or hitting his shots or, or, you know, moving the ball around a bit more, he would have had even more than the six assists he got and he would have had way more than 30 points. Yeah. He, you know, it just... It it, it wasn't a DeMar game that you would go if after watching the game and saying DeMar had a fantastic game. He didn't.
0: And he probably knew it himself as well. That's of course,
1: that's why he was getting frustrated.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but if he'd have put up another couple of assists out to Pee Wheel at the three who is pretty hot at the minute from the three yep game's game one. different story different story do you know what I mean so yeah anyway like I say quickly moving on <laughs> yeah uh, so I'll let you run with the pog dog hog unless you've got anything else to say on it uh,
1: no not really just um, it, it was such a hot start from, from the Bulls they looked great in the first what maybe five or six minutes and um, And then they just slipped back into old habits. You know, it was was a game that was literally there for the taking. The fact that they took it to overtime in order to do it. And it took SGA playing out of his skin, basically. Yeah. You know, really, really, as expected. I mean, he's having a phenomenal season. And uh, it it just would have been a game that we could easily have taken and, and I think should have taken. Yeah. But um anyway, it's it's been and done. So we'll go on to the pog dog hogs. Um so the player of the game, <clears throat> as voted in the live thread, uh, was P Will. Yep. Um eleven points, six rebounds, one assist, two blocks, three or three from three point range, and he just looked the better of a lot of players for the <laughs> for the whole game when he was on the court. Yep. Um he played just under 32 minutes for the game and finished with a plus seven rating. Um, just, i I, I just, I'm finding it harder and harder to say Peel's had a bad game now. P-Wheels, he's had so many solid games that it was eventually going to come around to him getting the player of the game at some point anyway. Yeah. And he was just one of the only consistent players throughout the course of that, that match. I thought, yeah. Um, Obviously Zach and demar did well in regards to scoring uh, Demar took off in the fourth and, and overtime but um it, it just wasn't it just wasn't enough across the whole the whole game for my opinion anyway no. um okay, so disappointment of the game then uh, for me, it was demar getting demarred by s g a to seal the win yeah uh which you touched on there a few minutes ago um I mean, it was just awful timing for a start of when it happened. Yeah. But it was, it was just, it was like, it was like uh, Shay had watched all the videos on Demar and said, do "You know what? I'm going to give you a taste of your own medicine." And it worked, and he got it, He got to the stripe for three.
0: Yeah, and the most disappointing part of it is he didn't need to do it. No, he could have let the shot go, go mm-hmm. and. Yeah, because uh, as a good a scorer as SJ is, he's not that prolific from the three, is he? Especially con- contested one.
1: Right, but he so, is uh, very good from the stripe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But well, my disappointment is just Demar in general. That's, as I've just said, the reasons why, and yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, I'm not not scared to to say it and not scared to go at the favourites just because everybody else seems to be.
1: Yeah. Well I mean, you know yourself, the the, the two of us are are kinda like that. We're not afraid to, to call it as it is. And that's not saying now that Damar is on the blacklist or Zach is on the blacklist. No, it's um, one game. It's one game. And and we rate it on each game individually and independently. We will talk about previous games we will talk about form but the actual you know given a review on a player it's per game yeah exactly and in in this game Demar was not good enough even though in our opinion even though he put a lot of points on the board um so highlight the game then um I have one particular standout. Uh, I also have a few others. I don't know if you have a particular standout you want to throw out there before I say anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've not done a lot of prep for this one, so I did have to look back quickly. And I remember it being a bit of a highlight at the time, and it was one that stood out just quickly looking back, and it was a breakout and dunk by Zach. Um, Yeah. Telling what quarter it was in, but he gathered it in his own sort of paint and just ran full end of the court and typical zach sort of took off from just inside the free throw line and slammed it down and the reason why for me it was a highlight is because we haven't seen that from zach
1: we haven't seen enough of it that's for sure
0: well yeah but we are starting to see more of it and yeah yeah so yeah that was my highlight
1: yeah, um I have that listed as well. Um there were a few nice little plays throughout the game. There was another Zach drive where he, he kind of dropped the ball in to uh for the slam. Nice little drive and dish. Uh that was that was pretty high up on my list. Um DJJ came in and got a couple of nice scores as well. Um an up and under in the fourth and a scoop shot. Um What's that? And then brick
0: to 3 and got sacked.
1: Yeah, then brick. <laughs> Yeah, okay. True. <laughs> um, but the one for me, the one that stood out the most for me was the Caruso steal or strip, uh, kind of one handed as he spun around. He, he kind of took it away from uh, from Josh Giddy. Yeah. Uh, got a breakaway and uh, a nice, tidy lay in. And that was uh, to take the lead late in the fourth as well. So it was potentially yeah. um, a really important play at the time. Yeah. And that's about it, really. On OKC, at least said yeah. soon it's
0: mended. Yeah. So then, obviously, we had the weekend off. Um, We played jazz on, well, Monday. It was Tuesday morning for us, 2 a.m., uh-huh. which I actually prefer these tip times because you know, I've got a full night's kit before it and then pretty much straight into work after it. Um. Yeah, again, we went into pretty much not really knowing which way it was going to go. It was one of them, one of them teams, wasn't it? Jazz yeah. was on a bit of a slide and, well, we would have been on a three game win streak. I did not been for the OKC game, mm-hmm. you know, probably still pretty high after beating Bucks and Celtics last week. And we eventually ran out 114, 107 winners. Really yep. it was 104, but we're not going to get into that. Um, Yeah, again, we started pretty flat, I thought. And we sort of was letting Lowry just go off as we expected, as we feared. But then the first, was it our first 10 points, was I.O. and P. Will doing it, wasn't it? Yeah, it it was. Which we highlighted at the time was, where's Zach and where's Demar? (laughs) And it was good to see because it showed that other people on the team can score. Absolutely. as bulls tend to do, we go away from what's hot and try and get Demar hot. And for the first half he wasn't. Um I think he finished was it one one from eight by the I don't, half? I, think I don't have the like half
1: time breakdown actually.
0: Yeah. You know, so that cold streak that he was having continued into this game. He did obviously come good in the second half as did Bulls really Um, it was the story of the game first half well we finished the half down uh, 60-53 yeah you know Lowry was just killing us in that first half just hitting threes dunking it whatever he wanted to do he was just doing and then you have 24 points by the half I think 24-26 I can't remember now But he went, quiet.
1: Um, he went quiet in the second half. He ran out of gas.
0: Yeah, he put up eight points in the second, didn't he? Which was good to see because yeah. that's just typical Lowry. <laughs> um, yeah, bit of a game of two halves, really, like I say. Well, it was uh, an exceptional third quarter by us as well. Um,
1: yeah. We kind of put it to bed in the third, really.
0: Yeah well let's like say we were at the half we were down 60-53 and at the end of the third we was up 86-80. Yeah. So obviously that was where we won it. I think we won the fourth as well by one point as well didn't That's we? Right. Yeah. So uh, Yeah, um not really a lot more to say about it really apart from it could have been a second straight loss but it, you know it's, Obviously, didn't turn out that way. Luckily, no.
1: no and it, um, it was it was a better team effort um, than we'd seen in the OKC game. Uh, you know, pretty much everybody that got minutes got stats. Yeah, um, and that was that was also good to see. And and practically every player was in the was in the plus score uh, plus um, side of the plus minus.
0: Yeah, I mean it was. Just- To me, the story of the game was they just went ridiculous with their three-point shooting. Yeah. And we were getting it done from the free throw. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, they shot 19 of 49 threes for the game, whereas we shot six of 22. So they nearly hit as many as we took. That's mad, isn't it? And they lost by seven. And one of them three pointers was right at the end as well, wasn't it? So oh, hey, it would have been right at the end. Yes. Yeah, how did I noticed it? caught a lot of people out on Twitter, the uh, you know the normal people like Casey Johnson and stuff like that were putting out Bulls win hundred and fourteen hundred and four blah blah blah, and then yeah. straight away they were deleted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I very nearly did the same because I was doing the graphic at the time and I put 104, press save, I was doing the tweet and then I saw the three go up. I was like, oh, let's go change it all. <laughs> Um You know, F you, Kelly Alinek. Well,
1: you know, um, he kind of took off in the second half from where Lowry finished, really. Um, yeah. so Kelly Alinek was was really the the bones of what kept the Jazz any bit in the game in the second half
0: yeah I mean free throw wise we scored 22 or 25 they scored 6 or 15 yeah. <laughs> I'd yeah, say there that's there. where we won it they lost it and potentially we could have lost it on the three point battle but yeah. fortunately we didn't Um, I mean I've got nothing else on it really unless you have
1: no, I've nothing major to go into about it really. I mean, it was it was a game full of quite a few highlights that um little exciting plays and and stuff that we can go into in a minute, but um yeah, and no, I just yeah. thought it was a real bounce back game on the OKC uh, game which was great to see.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously and it was not, the return we, of the
1: bench mob as well.
0: Yeah, I mean the bench I can't remember was it 39-18 we outscored them something like that. Um which we'll get onto in a minute with the player of the game. Yeah. Um you know, normally we would go into individual performances, but like I say we're trying to keep this one shorter. Absolutely. So Yeah, I'll throw it to you for the Pog Hog Dog. Okay, well,
1: player of the game as voted in the live thread, and um I'm still very much happy to stand behind this was Crunch Time Kobe. Yes. Again. Again. Um Came away with 15 points. Uh, he was six of nine from field, 66.7. percent He was three of five from three-point range, shooting 60%. Two rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block, and he was plus four. Now, the biggest standout for that in me, for me, is not the scoring. It's the like you call them energy stats: the rebounding, yeah. assists, steals, and blocks. That goes to show that, like you said, I think a game or two ago, Kobe is finding other ways to make an influence on the game. And then when he's scoring as well, well, this is the Kobe we've been waiting for, you know?
0: Yeah. And, I mean, anybody who listens to this will know that I've been on the Kobe train since the off-season. Yeah. And it's something we'll get into in the next topic as well, Um, if I remember. You know, (laughs) and this is what the second in three games where he's had this sort of an impact on the game, you know, hitting the the deep threes, the, the big threes, the key threes, whatever you want to call them. But he's influencing the game elsewhere. I mean, he took a hell of a charge in that game against Jazz as well, didn't he? He did. Oh, THT. I mean, he he was running through like somewhat possessed, and Kobe yeah. just took it. So, <laughs> you know, he's, and he's just adding that extra from the bench that has got the bench mob firing again. Yes. Added yeah. that into the fact that Goran's back as well. But, you know, yeah. Um, yeah so, uh, probably one of the, again, one of the best games I've seen from Kobe, definitely this season.
1: Oh, for sure, this season. Anyway, yeah, definitely. And you know, I don't think Kobe had a particularly good season last year. Um, so I'd nearly go to say it's up there with everything he did last year as well. Yeah. Um, no, it was good. It was good. Like I've said, you know, I've been barely hanging in there on Kobe. You've been talking me off the ledge a few times, and you know, I've been I've been using the analogy of the cat hanging from the branch. Well. Right now, I think I've got two hand, hands firmly on that branch, and I'm doing chin-ups. So, yeah, I'm I'm back in on on Kobe, same way as you're back on Peewell Island. I think.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, so moving on, then the disappointment of the game. Um, for me, I just kind of said it was so expected. I think everybody was expecting it, and we still allowed Lowry to get off to a hot start. Yeah. And I just think that more could have been done to contain him and not allow him to have that hot start. Now, as it turns out, they did that in the second half. They managed to, to close him down a lot more. But yeah. unfortunately, then they let Kelly Olenek step into, the, into into his shoes. But apart from that, it was kind of hard enough to pull out much of a disappointment for me. What about yourself?
0: Um, mine was the latter end of what you just said. The fact we let Kelly Olenek go off in the second half. yeah. You leave. know, because yeah, you just expect more from Vooch or whoever was on him. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we got it done in the end, so not too disappointed.
1: Exactly, it's hard to it's hard to be overly disappointed when there's not a standout disappointment and we get the win. Yeah. So um, highlights of the game. Well, I have several several listed here because there were a lot in this game. Um, I. Really struggled to pick a top one, Um, so I've kind of narrowed it down to two. Maybe if you come in with yours and it happens to be one of them, that'll finalise it. But before I go through any highlights or pass it to you, I'd just like to say that I do believe this was our first win in Utah since 2016.
0: Yeah, and our first win against a Western team this year as well. Ah, there you go. There you go yeah not that we've played that many, but yeah no, but it's still
1: it's a complete flip on last season, isn't it?
0: yeah exactly you um know,
1: we couldn't we... beat the top tier teams last season, but we were winning all the all the games that we should win, and this year we seem to be not quite taking the games that we're expecting to win, <laughs> and we're performing well against all the teams that we're expected to to struggle with it, you know, yeah anyway um. So highlights for you then, Matt?
0: Yeah, again, I struggle to pick one because there was that many. Um, But the one I went with was Kobe's slam on Lowry. And, you know, credit Lowry for chasing back. You know, I've said before, that's what I want to see. Although he didn't stop it, he could have potentially changed Kobe's mindset going up for it. You know, the effort was there, the energy was there to get back. He didn't foul him, didn't injure yes. him, more importantly. Yeah. You know, so credit Lowry for chasing back. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, the fact that it was Lowry makes it more sweeter, to be fair, that he got <laughs> yes. it done.
1: I'm sure Kobe enjoyed it all that more.
0: Yeah. But, you know, obviously, Zach with the sort of the outward pass, Kobe just you know head down straight to the rim, slams yeah. it down on on his head
1: it was off a of Zach um, Steele actually wasn't it
0: Uh, yeah didn't he in, was it an intercepted pass I think yeah I think so Yeah, he got in the passing lane and, and then made
1: the uh, kick out to Kobe
0: yeah and then the extra added little highlight was when the camera panned back to Zach and he stood there with proud dad grin on his face
1: <laughs> yeah didn't he Joss
0: <laughs> you know so I don't know if that was because it was Lowry because he was proud of Kobe or what but
1: Well, there's been those kind of, I don't know whether it's been jokes in the locker room or whether it's just been, you know, press passing around a load of rubbish. But, you know, there's been that rumour that Kobe can't dunk. Yes. So I'd say there was an element of that there for Zach as well, for him to kind of go, yeah, you you show him, Kobe, you show (laughs) him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was my highlight just from start to finish, really. Yeah, it was good. It was good.
1: Uh, anything else stand out for you before I go through anything?
0: Yeah, there was the AC diving punch forward, and yes, um, that went to Zach and my guy Andre Drummond getting yeah, the state Well, he got in the passing lane as well, didn't he? It um, is. and then Euro stepped his way to glory. He had nothing but glory on his mind <laughs> once he got that ball.
1: <laughs> Kobe was over, and I think it was um, the. Top end of the, the three point line. Um wide open and he just he was one hundred percent focused on that ring. <laughs> uh yeah, that was that was great. I really enjoyed that even though when he was doing it I was like no 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 oh yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> Yeah
0: it just seemed to go in slow motion all of a sudden. Didn't it, it
1: really did, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, I had I had that listed. I had the 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 Caruso one-handed, diving, tip-out type steel, whatever you want to call it. It was very (laughs) Dennis Rodman-esque, I thought. Um, Yeah. Loved it, even though he got up kind of rubbing his arm, which, you know, (laughs) always is a worry. Yeah. Um, DeMar to Levine, the lob. And it it was from just outside the logo that DeMar tossed it up. Yeah. As well. And, you know, Levine... Caught it And had to pull it Into the rim To make yep. the jam It was It was brilliant to see From the two of them together And great to see the Levine finishing that way Yeah Um Also He returned a favour to Uh Your other guy Yeah uh, Javante for the alley-oop You know Trademark Alley-oop every game Yeah It's just standard now isn't it It is It really is Uh And of course yeah. I, had the, I had the Kobe slam listed as well Yeah Um for me though I think my top one was the return of Drummich yes especially that little sweet dish
0: Yep. Yeah. That... no look behind the back yeah
1: yeah and he he literally put it into his lap and yes. Drummond just needed to slam it home yeah um, I absolutely loved and it, it wasn't like that was the only play between them it's just that was the sweetest of them but yeah. uh, he got a couple of alley oops from Goran as well, and it's just great to see Drummich clicking and back in back in business. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was between that and the Caruso one-handed uh, diving tip out, actually. Um, but there's so many highlights in that game, uh, and as the chief, I'm going to let you decide what we're going to go with as the top.
0: Uh, no, you mentioned it it's got to be the return of Drummich, just because we've been that high on it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The players were good. You know, the Kobe slam and all that. But, you know, Drummich and Kobe as well is what made the bench go in this game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what just happened there, by the way. Sorry about that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) nothing what are you on about ignore it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah got nothing else on the games unless you have
1: no not at all just uh, good to get get another W on this road trip yeah Um, hopefully we can pick up another one against Suns um, well in the morning for us but tonight yeah and um, and keep it rolling
0: yeah it's going to be tough but who knows Yeah Like I said We
1: we perform well Against the good teams At the moment So we'll see
0: Yeah I mean They're top of the west At the minute So it's a bit different But Yeah So before we get Into the next Couple of topics um, I'm just going to Pass it to our advert And then we'll go Again after it The Call With Tim Sinclair Is brought to you By Stump The new app For
1: iOS and Android That allows anyone To create an instant Social podcast Whether by yourself or with friends, Stump lets you connect, record, and instantly share your conversations with the world. Talk about anything with anyone and share it with everyone. It's the social network solely for audio. Download the free app from the App Store or Google Play or learn more at GetStump.com. Stump, your voice has a place.
0: Welcome back. i say we've got another couple of... Topics, hot talking points, whatever you want to call them. Um, it just basically started going around on the socials and we're just going to put our opinion on them. Just as we want to. <laughs> That's what so we're here
1: for.
0: <laughs> the first one, the article by, is it Michael Pena from The Ringer? Um. Chicago Bulls are the most depressing team in the NBA, or something along them lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before we get going, actually, I'm just gonna play this. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Ah! Yeah. Um. Absolute bollocks article. <laughs> yeah. To me, it's it's clickbait. You know, they've got a platform. They've got a job. They're kind of, you know, they're not even Bulls fans. They're, you know, they're more of the national sort of media side of it, aren't they? Yeah. It's as if they've gone, they've clicked on the hashtag Bulls Nation on Twitter, seen what everybody's saying, wrote an article, and sent Bulls Nation into more of a downward spiral and panic. Because that's what the most disappointing thing of it all is for me, the fact that Bulls fans ran with it. Yeah. And... You know, it's as if they can't make their own opinion up. You know, they've got to follow the narrative of what people are saying. And when it comes from a national or a more national outlet, well, then it's got to be true because somebody else has noticed it now. Right. You know, I mean, I quickly read through it. The headline annoyed me to start with. Um, You know, yeah, he backs it up with stats, which they don't look good. Then he puts out some really half-arsed trade things at the end after saying we need to blow it all up and start again and tank and what have you. And I mean, this whole tanking narrative, what are people on? We haven't got our pick this year. I know. So what, what's the point? Why? And even if we did have it, what's to say it's going to be a top four? Exactly. You know, you know you, you're not guaranteed to get... When, 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 whatever his name is, you know, it's... <laughs> when Vinyama. <laughs> that's the one. I need Tim Sinclair to... I was not uh... <laughs> sure what you
1: were saying for a second there. I was like...
0: <laughs> need Tim Sinclair to do a, a little video on oh, Instagram man. for it. <laughs> Shout
1: out to Tim, by the way. Those videos are brilliant. I love them.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, I mean... I can see why people are saying what they say. But what they have to remember is we're 20 games into the season. Right. And that's what people seem to be forgetting. Whether it's Bulls fans, Bulls media, Bulls podcasters, national media, national podcasters, whatever it is. And we're not the only team that's not performing to expectation. We're no, not the no. only team that's sitting below 500 when they're expected to be above 500. And we've also had one of the toughest starts to the season.
1: Right. What, is it listed as third toughest start in the, in, in the NBA or something?
0: Yeah. The amount of back-to-backs we've had. Yeah. Obviously, We've had injuries, which, you know, obviously we're missing Lonzo still. Zach was in and out, still doesn't look right. We lost Kobe for, what was it, nine games, which is pretty much half of what we've played. Yeah. And as we've seen how important it is, as I said while he was out, obviously we lost Drummond for, was it, six games? Yeah. Which is your backup big, which you kind of need. So, yeah, the losses we've took have been disappointing. And the wins we've had have been amazing. Yeah. There just doesn't seem to have been any in-between with us no no no. people have gone for the negative side straight away
1: yeah because like you say it's clickbait that's what you know people always seem to swarm towards the negative quicker than they'll swarm towards the positive for some strange reason that's human nature but i mean these these people they they they're like leeches they feed on that yeah they they prey on that and, and they um they sell it then back to the people to feel even more depressed, I guess.
0: <laughs> and, you know, like, like I say, he did put all the stats in there, but come back at the all-star break or 41 games. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause we've seen Golden State, they've started turning their season around, Utah Jazz have gone the other way. Right. Kings have gone the other way at the minute. Do you know what I mean? Pacers are up at what? The fourth in the East. Yeah. That's, surely not going to last. you know what I mean? No. Cabs are on a downward spiral as well because, funny enough, injuries. Yeah. So, the next one that I've seen, also from the Ringer, and I believe he's the founder of the Ringer, Bill Simmons. I don't know if you've heard this podcast that he's done. No. Um, it got brought to my attention this morning by somebody, um, Pete, uh, at hops and hoops on Twitter if he's listening um, I went and then I mean I commented on his post that he put in our uh, Chicago Bulls UK community on Twitter um, Bill Simmons advocating the Bulls blow it up on his latest podcast and then he's put the trade ideas that he's come up with so uh, I've gone and listened to that little segment what Bill Simmons has put and he, he's done like a power power ranking sort of thing Okay. And Bulls uh not in the bottom tier, but they're in the tier, I can't remember your word in it now, should tank or something like that. Okay. So funny enough, this guy, Michael Pina, writes for the ringer, puts out Bulls Need to Tank, and this guy who does a podcast says Bulls Need to Tank. Also, like though.
1: they talk to each other or something.
0: Yeah, it's like it's their narrative at the minute. <laughs> so he's basically said that Bulls are in this depressing stage as well, and needs tank, and the way to do it is basically trade the whole of our team for for call, basically. Now, I know you haven't heard it, so I'll, I'll throw no. you the uh, the three main trades, what he said, and see what you say about them. <laughs> first one, Demar and Vooch to Lakers for Westbrook and their 27 and 29 first-round picks. With one of them being top five protected, no way, (laughs) no no way. That's ridiculous. (laughs) And they get worse. Trust me. (laughs) They get worse. Yeah. God, there's three of them. There was a few others that were thrown in, like you sort of mentioned player name, but didn't mention trades. Next one, Zach Um, to the Knicks for Obi Toppin an expiring contract and a pick.
1: First round pick?
0: It just says a pick.
1: So any I'm assuming
0: picks. it means a first round, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, well, I think that one's a little bit more realistic than the Lakers one, but it's still horseshit. Yep.
0: And then this one, his name keeps coming up at the minute. Alex Caruso. He seems to be coming up as a hot trade sort of topic around the, the league I think because people realised how important he is I think is going to get the key to the city but anyway go on uh, he did mention him going to I can't remember it was um, but then the main one that he put out was Golden State Warriors for Moody and Di Vincenzo 27 pick swap and 3 million cash consideration Oh, you can keep the cash considerations anyway. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. I, no, AC is too important to this team. Yeah. Do you know, you, you know you're getting well, Moudier and Di and, um, Vincenzo. Vincenzo. Yeah, oh, okay, they're, yeah, they're not bad pieces, but I'd still prefer to keep AC.
0: Well, see, the thing what I don't get with all of these is you look at the trades that have gone down, in this last off season Uh, you know Donovan Mitchell to Cavs Rudy Gobert to uh, Tim Wolves how many picks were given in that oh it was Um, nice I mean I'm not a big fan of giving up picks for in trades as it is anyway not as a key part of the trade as we found out with Fooch Um Just purely because you might end up with nothing from it. Well, absolutely. It's a risk. Because you trade Damar and Vooch to the Lakers, we get Russell Westbrook who, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Them two players instantly make Lakers better from the shower of doo-doo that they are at the minute. Yeah. I'm not saying that it helps them win but it definitely helps them set a president for the next however many years. Well, yeah, it makes sense. So better. We, you know, we don't get their first pick until 2027. Who's to say the Lakers are tanking at 20, in 2027 and they're not up there fighting? You know, So that 27 pick could end up being the 30th pick <laughs> or the 29th pick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you could find a gem with that pick, but not for Damar and Vooch. No And Westbrook No I don't want him Anywhere near the team No 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 So again You know This guy Is just going off The narrative That Bulls need to tank I think Yeah And Yeah, yeah I mean Like I said I, I try not to get invo- Too involved With that sort of stuff Because it just Irritates me And it annoys me And <laughs> I start getting annoyed By Twitter Even more than It already annoys me as we found out today. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if you've got anything to say on any of them two articles. No.
1: Or, uh, um, the only thing I'd say about it is uh, I'm putting out my bins tomorrow, and that's pretty much where that kind of <laughs> shit does, <laughs> deserves to be.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I say we're 20 games into the season. Yeah, these next two games, are, we're probably going to end up a lot worse off than we look at the minute. Um, but then our next run of games, we could potentially end up picking up four wins. See,
1: that's and it. we're that back to being a, a 500 team. Minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, because, yeah, we've got Suns, then we've got Warriors. Yeah. Then we've got Kings, which we don't tend to do too well against them, do we? But oh, not as well as we'd like. They're a bit like... Yeah we play down to them don't we they're in good form or they were in good form I think they've started to slide a little bit now but you know so we could potentially beat them then we've got Wizards back at home then I think it's Mavs at home and then Knicks at home or the other way around I can't remember which way it is now there's potentially four winnable games there that would put us back to 500 yeah and then we've got teams in the east we've got like Hawks Knicks again Bucks uh, I can't remember. I mean, I've put the December schedule out today, and I can't remember what's on it. But, <laughs> um, you know, potentially by the end of December, we could be a couple of games, if not more, over five hundred. Yeah. However, we could also be a lot of games under <laughs> five hundred. You knowing in this Bulls team. So, you know, what I mean, come back with these rubbish articles at the end of the season, or at least a halfway point. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: At least get it in
1: through breaking the back of the season, and then and then make your opinions out there.
0: Yeah. So, and the last little talking point, which came out yesterday from um, Shams on Twitter. Yeah. At some point in the off-season, Chicago Bulls signed Billy Donovan to an extension. Right. No terms of it were laid out by him. Um, just said it's a it was a multi-year extension. Right, he mentioned anything to do with salary or anything like that. Not that it really matters because it's not our money. Um, and then Casey Johnson backed it up by saying that Bulls PR have confirmed it. Whatever that means, because as usual, this uh, front office have done everything a little bit. Under the radar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Got, got two, two questions on it for you. Go. And I'll get the, uh, the bad part out of the way to start with, I think. What do you make of the fact that we've only just found out and Bulls still haven't put out an official statement saying it?
1: Okay. I think that the... Bulls were playing it in a way that they were hoping to be in a more impressive position than they currently are before it leaked. Yeah. The fact that it's leaked while they're below 500, I'd say, is completely scuppered their plans in regards to how they would have liked to release the information. Yeah. That's just my take on it, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, my take on that bit is it's typical AK. Mm -hmm. We never know what he's doing, and then all of a sudden we get a bit of a bombshell from him. Yeah. It's disappointing because something like that, you'd think, well, why not just announce it at the time? Yeah. Um, However, I'm sure we're not the only team that do business in that way. It's just frustrating for us because we follow the Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, second one what do you make of the fact that Billy has been extended
1: uh, I don't hate it um, I think maybe they could have given him another season before they made that decision
0: yeah because um, he's what year three at the minute isn't he? so next year he'd have been expiring
1: right so look I like Billy um, I think he's. I think he's in the. He's not in the top tier of coaches in the NBA, but he's certainly uh, not in the bottom tier either. Uh, we've talked about that before. He's 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 kind of a, an above five hundred coach, I guess. And I do like him. I like him for this team. I like him for the chemistry of this team. Sometimes I wish he'd make a a little bit of a a better decision in in the closeouts of games. But apart from that, I'm not a hater of Billy. I'm not one of these people who thinks he can't make adjustments because clearly he can. Clearly he has. Um, I like the fact that we've secured him. But uh, yeah, I'm just, I suppose I guess I'm a little bit nonplussed by it. I don't know the terms of the contract enough to be given a full opinion on it too. Yeah you know if they came back and said they've signed him to another four or five years i might be a little bit like whoa hang on pump the brakes a little bit
0: but it could be one or two years
1: well the fact they said multi-year it must be at least two so i mean if it is well, two okay. that's fine if it's two to three i could live with that but if it's another four or five year contract that's that's possibly jumping the gun i mean you can get out of any contract
0: as we've seen. Well, there's you know, that it. as
1: well. I mean, you can pay him off the contract. It's just money.
0: but Yeah, and it's not our money, so that doesn't really right. bother us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not one of these that was saying sack Billy anyway, so... No, neither was I. But I think the main thing is it shows a direction from AK. Well, it does.
1: And... Continuity.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. And that word that he keeps mentioning, it's just proving it, isn't he? Yeah. You know. And it kind of goes on to the our next two games. We're against Suns and Warriors. Now Suns are, you know, the year they've gone through everything they've just gone through. But them and Warriors in particular, what have they got going for them in terms of coach and playing squad? They've had continuity. Right. They've had that core group of players and a coach, you know, t- to get them through a load of crap, basically. Because even Warriors went through it with all the Draymond Green crap at the start of the year, didn't they? Yeah. Function some teammates. So I can see what AK is thinking, is get a coach in and get this core group, core group of players. And just see what happens it goes back to that thing of you don't need to blow it up because we've had a couple of bad losses.
1: No, no, definitely not. I mean, we're we're not a team that needs to be blown up at all. We've
0: had those teams that need to be blown up. That's that's not where we're at now. No, I get, you know, give it to the end of the year. You've got Vooch on an expiring this year. Demar's on an expiring next year. If we don't make the playoffs or even the play-in, then something has to change. Right. And ultimately, it's going to show that big three hasn't worked. So one of them, or two of them, whatever it is, has to go. Yeah. Because there's no point in changing the, the fringe players, the role players, whatever you want to call them.
1: No, it's, it's not going to make enough of a difference. Plus, you don't have enough collateral in them to make big changes.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, But that's for another day. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. To the end of the season. Yeah, exactly. I think we've uh, gone on a lot longer than we thought we were going to, as well. So, what a shocker! <laughs> uh, as you mentioned before, um, you know we'll, we'll get this done, finished, edited, published, and all that, and then it's bedtime and up again to face the suns at two AM for us. Aye. Um, quick one. What do you, What's your prediction?
1: Uh it's a it's a really tough one, but I think you know on paper the suns should win but I just think we perform well against these better teams and if we can play the way we know we can play, I think we might just scrape out a win. But it's going to be... a If if we get a win, it will be a close one. If we get beaten, I think we could get well beaten.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think it depends what Bulls team turn up and it goes one of two ways. We either get a close win or blown out. Yeah, I think so. I don't think there's going to be any in-between with it because I think if once they get a bit of a lead, our heads will drop and that's it. So, Yeah, so hopefully we'll be back tomorrow. I don't know what your schedule is. Um,
1: yeah, no, I should be able to do tomorrow. Um, I After the game tonight, I'll be going into work. Uh, so if I get manage to get some bit of sleep, I'll be all on for tomorrow evening.
0: Yeah, same as me. Like I say go get some sleep now. Watch the game straight into work. Might be able to catch a bit of sleep at work, which will be quite handy. Paid to sleep. And um, (laughs) and that's it. Hopefully, we'll be back tomorrow. And hopefully, it'll be a happy pod, not an angry one. Hopefully. (laughs) So, yeah. As usual, I've been Matt. Thanks for listening. If you're still with us, Um, you know, let us know in the comments anything you want to you want to say whether you disagree agree whatever call us out you'll get the same treatment as everybody else does um but yeah you can find me on twitter at matt c red uk and you can find us on all the socials at c red uk
1: and i've been neil find me on twitter at neil c red uk thanks once again for hanging out with us here at c red uk podcast please subscribe rate and review us and until next time wherever you are in the world c go bulls